Welcome to Again and Again, the podcast where I'm going to read you stories and uh, and fairy tales. And today, we're going to be starting a new book, My Father's Dragon. This is a chapter book, so I'm going to be reading one to three chapters in each episode, and you'll be able to listen, listen to them uh, chronologically. And so this will be continued over quite a while. Um, just a disclaimer, this book was written in... Nine, it was published in 1948, so it might be slightly inappropriate at times, so but I'll make sure to cut out any parts that are not appropriate. My Father's Dragon by Ruth Stiles Gannett, illustrated by Ruth Karisman Gannett. Chapter 1 my father meets the cat. One cold, rainy day, when my father was a little boy, he met an old alley cat on the street. The cat was very drippy and uncomfortable, so my father said, Would you like to come home with me? This surprised the cat. She had never before met anyone who cared about old alley cats. But she said, I'd be much obliged if I could sit by a warm furnace and perhaps have a saucer of milk. We have a very nice furnace to sit by, said my father, and I'm sure my mother has an extra saucer of milk. My father and the cat became good friends, but my father's mother was very upset about the cat. She hated cats, particularly ugly old alley cats. Elmer Elevator, she said to my father, if you think I'm going to give that cat a saucer of milk, you're very wrong. Once you start feeding stray alley cats, you might as well expect to feed every stray in town, and I'm not going to do that. This made my father feel very sad, and he apologized to the cat because his mother had been so rude. He told the cat to stay anyway, and that somehow he would bring her a saucer of milk each day. My father fed the cat for three weeks, but one day his mother found the cat's saucer in the cellar, and she was extremely angry. She yelled at my father and threw the cat out the door, uh, which was not very nice. But later, my father sneaked out and found the cat. Together, they went for a walk in the park and tried to think of nice things to talk about. My father said, when I grow up, I'm going to have an airplane. Wouldn't it be wonderful to just to just fly anywhere you might think of? Would I would like to fly very much. Would you like to, would you like to fly very much? Asked the cat. I certainly would. I'd do anything if I could fly. Well, said the cat, if you really like to fly that much. I know of sort of way you might get to fly while you're still a boy. You mean you know where I could get an airplane? Well, not exactly an airplane, but something even better. As you can see, I'm an old cat now, but in my younger days, I was quite a traveler. My traveling days are over, but last spring, I took just one more trip and sailed to the island of Tangeria, stopped at the port of Cranberry. Well... I just so happened that I missed the boat, and while waiting for the next, I thought I'd look around a bit. I was particularly interested in a place called Wild Island, which we had passed on our way to Tangeria. Wild Island and Tangeria are joined together by a long string of rocks, but people never go to Wild Island because it's mostly jungle and inhabited by very wild animals. So I decided to go across the rocks and explore it for myself. It certainly is an interesting place. But I saw something there that made me want to weep. Chapter 2. My Father Runs Away 
Wild Island is pr- practically cut in two. And Wild Island is practically cut in two by a very wide and muddy river, continued the cat. This river begins near one end of the island and flows into the ocean at the other. Now, the animal there are very lazy, and they used to hate going all the way around the beginning of this river to get to the other side of the island. It made visiting inconvenient and mail delivery slow, particularly during the Christmas rush. Crocodiles could have carried passengers and mail across the river, but crocodiles are very moody and not the least bit dependable. They're always looking for something to eat, and they don't care if the animals have to walk around the river. So that's just what the animals did for many years. But what does all this have to do with airplanes, asked my father, who thought the cat was taking an awfully long time to explain. Be patient, Elmer, said the cat, and she went on with the story. One day, about four months before I arrived on Wild Island, a baby dragon fell from a low-flying cloud onto the bank of the river. He was too young to fly very well, and besides, he had a bruised, he had bruised one wing quite badly, so he couldn't get back to his cloud. The animals found him soon afterward, and everybody said, why, this is just what we've needed. All these years, they tied a big rope around his neck and waited for the wing to get well. This was going to end all their crossing the river troubles. I've never seen a dragon, said my father. Did you see him? How big is he? Oh, yes, indeed, I saw the dragon. In fact, we became great friends, said the cat. I used to hide in the bushes and talk with him when nobody was around. He's not a very big dragon, about the size of a large black bear, although I imagine he's grown quite a bit since I left. He's got a long tail and yellow and blue stripes. His horns and eyes at the bottom of his feet are bright red, and he has gold-colored wings. Oh, how wonderful, said my father. What did the animals do with him when his wing got well? They started training him to carry passengers, and even though he was just a baby dragon, they work him all day and all night, too, sometimes. They make him carry loads that are much too heavy, and if he complains, they twist his wings. He's always tied to the stake on a rope, just long enough to go across the river. His only friends are the crocodiles, who say hello to him once a week, if they don't forget. Really, he is the most miserable animal I have ever come across. When I left, I promised I'd help him someday, although I couldn't see how. The rope around his neck is the biggest, toughest rope you can imagine. With so many knots, it would take days to untie them all. Anyway, when you were talking about airplanes, you gave me a good idea. Now I'm quite sure that if you were able to rescue the dragon, which wouldn't be the least bit easy, he'd let you ride him most anywhere, provided you were nice to him, of course. How about trying it? Oh, I'd love to, said my father. But he was so angry at his mother for being rude to the cat that he didn't feel the least bit sad about running away from home for a while. That very afternoon, my father and the cat went down to the docks to see about ships going to the island of Tangeria. They found out that a ship would be sailing the next week. So right away, they started planning for the rescue of the dragon. The cat was great help in suggesting things for my father to take with him. Everything she knew about Wild and she told him everything she knew about Wild Island, of course. She was too old to go along. Everything had to be kept very secret, so when they found or brought anything to take on the trip, they hid it behind a rock in the park. That not, the night before my father sailed, he borrowed his father's knapsack, and the cat packed everything very carefully. He took chewing gum, two dozen pink lollipops, a package of rubber bands, black rubber boots, a compass, 
a toothbrush, and a tube of toothpaste, six magnifying glasses, a very sharp jackknife, a comb, and a hairbrush, seven hairs of ribbon in different colors, an empty grain bag with a label saying cranberry, some clean clothes, and enough food to last my father while he was on the ship. He couldn't live on mice, so he took 25 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and six apples, because that's all the apples he could find in the pantry. When everything was packed, my father and the cat went down to the docks to the ship. A night watchman was on duty, so while the cat made loud, queer noises to distract his attention, my father ran over to the gangplank onto the ship. He went into the hold and hid among the bags of wheat. The ship sailed early the next morning. And that is the end of the first two chapters. If you want to hear more, tune in next Tuesday. If you like this episode, tune in next Tuesday, and please consider subscribing or writing a review. And remember, keep reading!